Hello and welcome to second episode of Gali Cricket to Bounce Wicket Podcast. I have with me Raja and Manoj. So guys, how has your week been? Uh, hi, uh, hi Manoj. Hi Sinu. It was it was a good week, and I, it's a good thing that uh, uh, the world, it seems like the world is getting back to some kind of normalcy. Uh, starting with the fact that we have live cricket in India, the international cricket back uh, within our uh, shores. So that's a great thing. What do you want? Hi Raja. Before telling uh, telling you how my week has been, I just want to uh, take this opportunity to thank everyone for the response. that we've got and uh, hopefully we'll keep we keep getting better from here on yeah coming to me my week has been pretty busy with all the work and stuff but yeah i really delighted that uh, getting a uh, live cricket here in india uh, sinu how has your week been yeah i had a pretty busy week i had a set of the past half of the week i was very busy with the office work and i even could not edit our first episode or like uh, we recorded on sunday probably saturday and then we could release episode only on thursday night right so yeah it's been a pretty busy week for me and uh, yeah coming towards the second half of the week it was it has become quite normal and with the test match between india and england being started yeah it was fairly okay week so let's dive into this week episode content we'll start with said mustafa ali trophy finals which happened last sunday between tamil nadu and baroda and i should say teams haven't lost a single game till the final and for tamil nadu at one stage jagdishan was a star of the team and shahrukh khan played some good innings and arun karthik played some beautiful innings and dinesh karthik played some innings and similarly for baroda uh, it's not easy for them to you know lose captain in the beginning of the tournament i think after three matches their captain krunal pandya has to leave the team because of the demise of his father it's not an easy thing for a team to pick up from that stage and come to final without losing a match and uh, if you know deepak huda has left the team before the start of the tournament itself because of some fight with captain krunal pandya so yeah both the teams have has done really good job coming to the finals and yeah finals like, almost went like a one sided match with tamil nadu dominating right from the word go so i think raja has followed quite a bit of uh, smt so raja what are your thoughts on smt yeah so uh, the sayed mushtaq ali uh, given a bit of a context it's for the domestic uh, t20 uh, tournament uh, in fact uh, this is the first uh, dom- instance of domestic cricket happening in the country uh, for this uh, particular season it usually kicks off uh, with the ranji trophy but uh, due to the pandemic uh, it has been cancelled uh, this year so for uh, aspiring Uh, you know cricketers for aspiring uh, national level uh, players and even in fact for established uh, domestic cricketers this was the first uh, opportunity for them to play in a, in, a, in a full year and uh, seeing that i think uh, uh, the B- we have to congratulate uh, bcci also because uh, it is a 38 team event uh, and uh, it is a, and it's also split into pools and uh, each team is playing each other team so it's quite uh, quite an extensive tournament and they've handled it uh, pretty well saying that uh, uh, you know your uh, usual suspects of uh, uh, karnataka tamil nadu even uh, uh, stronger teams like uh, baroda they've done uh, very well this year uh, but uh, it was a bit uh, surprising that uh, mumbai which is uh, considered to be the batting uh, uh, like uh, school of uh, indian cricket uh, didn't do that well uh, where they didn't uh, qualify for the knockouts itself a lot of ups and downs were happening but uh, ultimately i think the two best teams of uh, Tamil Nadu and Baroda had reached the finals and uh, yes and it was pretty interesting yeah raja like you mentioned uh, it's not an easy thing to uh, conduct such a big tournament with 38 teams considering you know covid situation we have to definitely you know shout out to bcci here and uh, yeah and coming back to finals the way it has panned out was amazing man and one thing that we have to make a note of finals is all the knockout games of the tournament were conducted in the same stadium which is a new stadium 
in Ahmedabad. And right. uh, yeah, one point to note here is the same stadium is going to host last two uh, matches of India and uh, England Test Series, right? Uh, when it came to finals, the pitch was very slow. The, I, I don't know how Absolutely. it is going to uh, how how it is going to pan out for the you know third and fourth Test or like uh, fourth day or fifth day of the Test match. It was uh, very slow and very spinner assistive uh, pitch. And I think Tamil Nadu read that very well and they went on with four spinners on a T20 and such a big, you know, tournament finals. They went on with four spinners. And I was seeing the match. I was seeing like, I thought power play will be bowled by spinners. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it went on to 6th, 7th, 8th. I think uh, 12th over or 13th over, if I'm not wrong, fast bowlers they started bowling the... Correct, correct. Taking Your, the uh, bowling. Yadav and uh, I think uh, right. Mohammed, correct. Right. And well, then, yeah, spinners yeah. were bowling and it, uh, they took the wickets also. Like every over or at very regular interval, the spinners got the wickets and I don't think Dinesh Karthik had a big thinking to do there. At one stage, even Baroda were like 36 for 6. It was, uh, it went very, very much as per plan for Tamil Nadu. So, what were your thoughts on that, Raja? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, we have to give credit to the uh, your uh, Tamil Nadu, you know, like the coaching staff as well as uh, Dinesh Karthik for picking the right people and uh, and identifying that it was going to turn and uh, the use of spinners was going to be the key. Uh, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, the issues with the Baroda team and all that, but I have to mention that uh, Kedar Devdhar, who's the captain of Baroda, uh, I think he did a great job in getting the team this far. After So, uh, Krunal Pandey was actually the captain for uh, Baroda and then uh, yeah, as, as you said he had to leave and considering all the drama I think they did a very good job in getting the team to the finals. Uh, having said that uh, it was a great uh, display of spin bowling uh, performance uh, by Tamil Nadu and you know it, it took a, a good partnership between uh, Vikram Solanki and uh, sorry Vishnu Solanki and uh, uh, I think Atit Shed. Atit Shed both of them uh, stuck together to just give get the team to a respectable score yeah. and uh, when it came to the chase I thought it was very straightforward uh, there was not not too many hiccups and uh, uh, not too much of a trouble for the Tamil Nadu team in just uh, chasing that uh, score of uh, 122 down yeah definitely when when you see 120 on the board definitely irrespective of the pitch it will give an ease for the chasing team right only 120 mm-hmm. there is no need to hurry or there will be no pressure on the batsman right correct, and correct. Uh, yeah speaking of Vishnu Solanki I think we should say that he anchored the inning right from you know 30, 36 for 6 and he is the sole reason for the team to reach 120 which is at least a respectable total in the huh? finals and uh, if you remember he is the one who got them to finals in the first place semi-finals I think they have to get some 14 runs of the last 3 balls 14 or 16 runs and then he hit 6, 4 and a 6 for the last 3 balls and the last 6 he hit a helicopter shot so it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really nice that they crossed the line but yeah finals has not panned out as a land probably and uh, yeah, we have to uh, give fact, credit uh, to Dinesh uh, Karthik also here. Dinesh Karthik was captaining Tamil Nadu team for quite long time. In fact, they <laughs> won, uh, last time they won SMAT was in 2006-07 season and Dinesh Karthik was captain then also. Correct. And uh, yeah, under same captaincy the team has won uh, tournament after 13 years of cap. Yeah, we know Dinesh Karthik right from beginning of his career was a you know, great prospect and he was captain from there. So, what are your thoughts on SMAT, Manoj? Hey, hi, Sinam. So, um, 
this like raja said this was the first big tournament in india after the pandemic <clears throat> and i was pretty happy how it uh, how, how it unfolded and also happy with the winner of this tournament i think tamil nadu we have a new winner this year um i think the last was won by karnataka <clears throat> if i'm not wrong so i think uh, really congratulations to uh, tamil nadu <clears throat> um the way they played this whole tournament i think they didn't even lose a single game so mm. yeah kudos to them and uh, <laughs> like last, you said winning yeah, the yeah. winning the trophy again after 13 years under the same captain pretty amazing and last year was quite uh, interesting final i think uh, tamil nadu lost by one run against uh, karnataka yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah last year final uh, yeah actually pretty karnataka. disappointed uh, correct correct pretty disappointed not to see karnataka winning this because uh, yeah they are pretty pretty strong team and uh, every time uh, they come with a strong team to the yeah, uh, to the one, tournament one more mention for tamil nadu here is their big guns were playing for india right there is no washington sundar there is no ashwin even true, true. and rajan is a very good t20 player all three of them were in australia and playing for also, india and uh, also vijay shankar wasn't uh, available for the tournament as also uh, yeah i think so, a knock off yeah i think he was available no 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 he was not available he didn't uh, yeah maybe one or two games but after that uh, he was not available for his marriage i think he got married yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. i think the, uh, tamil nadu had two uh, international players right dinesh karthik and uh, murugan ashwin mash i think they were the only two international and the rest of the team was uh, you know not so experienced but still they went on to win the tournament i think sharuk khan we have to mention him he's a great all-rounder he's turning out to be and i'm sure yeah, uh, i feel he will have a good uh, demand this correct, time correct. in the auction i think uh, he is he is going to be one of uh, one that uh, the scouts will be already eyeing because uh, i he's not uh, he, he comes down four or five down for tamil nadu and uh, i remember a game where he finished uh, i think it was in the semi finals i think he uh, and uh, baba parajit uh, were there to the end uh, getting off to a, some kind of rocky start they stabilized it and he was at there at the end to finish that game before nerves could creep in so i think this guy is like a very uh, good uh, f- uh, finisher uh, considering uh, his position and uh, and this is a specialist position that um, a lot of teams will be interested in yeah and he can bowl also and he's quite a quite a good prospect and uh, consistency was one problem with him for the last few years i think but this year uh, definitely he is going to get uh, good IPLT. Hopefully. I think that's, that's another important thing that we need to talk about when it comes to uh, Syed Mushtaq Ali Trophy in itself and also for uh, in terms of its uh, context in terms of the IPL. So usually your uh, Syed Mushtaq Ali's are like uh, auditions you can say for uh, IPL auctions because they, they are usually scheduled uh, uh, in a window where after which the auction is held. So even the last year's uh, you know big uh, good uh, players uh, uh, such as Sai Kishore and uh, guys like and jagadishan i guess right yeah, yeah jagadishan and uh, even uh, guys like ruturaj gaikwad even sorry uh, devdat particle was actually one of the highest uh, run getters of uh, the sayed mushtaq ali tournament uh, last year and seeing his performance uh, the i think the auction was held within a few weeks after the tournament ended and he was uh, picked up by rcb at his base price again so these guys i think uh, and the scouts and the teams are watching this tournament pretty closely because uh, this is where the future right. stars uh, come out from true true i think if you look at tamil nadu team If I'm not wrong, Baba Parajit was part of the 2012 Under-19 team, I believe, which uh, which won under the leadership of Unmuk Chan. One interesting okay. thing is Hanuma Vihari also was part of that part right, of that right. squad. Yeah, like you said, I mean, uh, this is a, um, a great platform uh, for the players to show their skills. And yeah, uh, like you said, the, the teams are watching out for for star players in these tournaments. Because uh, it's essentially a very uh, high-pressure uh, tournament uh, within a very... Uh, short span of time that there is not a lot of turnaround uh, this is actually a great uh, this thing to check uh, people handling pressure your uh, game situations uh, match temperaments and even 
physically how they're able to quickly turn around so ideally it's it's the ideal uh, platform for uh, you know young players to showcase their talent and uh, to make a mark if i am not wrong i think last year they conducted for the women's also similar tournament and uh, shifali verma if you know like uh, she she was one of the uh, top scorers last year and she got selected to india women's team for the world cup and she was opening for india from the domestic tournament she got selected so yeah uh, and uh, so before we uh, move on to the next uh, point of discussion i just want to tell our listeners uh, who uh, the tournament is named after so it's the sayed mushtaq ali trophy and uh, sayed mushtaq ali was in fact uh, the first uh, batsman from india to score an overseas uh, test uh, 100 in england in 1932 if i'm not wrong so he played wow. under uh, ck naidu and all that and it's a great homage so have uh, and he's only scored uh, two uh, international hundreds he played like 10 or 11 tests and uh, during that time the frequency of cricket was not that much but yeah. uh, it, it's a great uh, thing for bci to honor uh, uh, you know a legend of uh, indian cricket uh, by giving the uh, fastest and the you know like the shortest format is uh, name yeah great point uh, yeah coming to uh, names of this tournaments India play like uh, first class cricket as Ranji Trophy right and then why uh, 50 overs cricket as Vijay Hazare and why do right. why do BCCI doesn't change these names over years i think ranji trophy is being played from what 1930s 40s the same name yeah uh, we so, had many 50 over legends who have come after that what do you think of renaming ranji trophy what is your opinion on that no no i no uh, so maharaja Why? ranjit singh after whom after whom the ranji trophy is named uh, was supposed to be the best uh, batsman of his time uh, not just in indian cricket he, he also went and played a lot of uh, uh, cricket for uh, cricket in england so yeah, right. he widely regarded as uh, uh, one of the best uh, players to have played yeah, uh, across was, this thing i, I think yeah, he yeah. played in early 1900s also right 1903 something like that there is no doubt on you know his achievements what i am saying is we have many legends who have come after him like now probably 80 years or so we have called the tournament as ranji trophy so <laughs> why not why not manoj what do you think what do you think about it i'm i'm completely against that i think uh, uh, like raja said there's a reason why they name these trophies with these great players i think we should, i think they should, they should stick with the current names even a lot of lot of overseas players they know these tournaments and renaming these i mean i'm not really uh, for this so um, uh, ranjit uh, singh ji who used the uh, the ranjit trophy has been named he is actually the first person of from india to play for england because india didn't have that uh, uh, an international team at that time uh, it was a i am just uh, looking up at this thing it was it's a fascinating story actually for uh, someone to be raised and uh, born and okay obviously a royal uh, family and all that but to be of such a great standard that uh, he is representing england a great uh, story maybe we can yeah. have a yeah, yeah. he is having jadeja in his name so now you understand <laughs> why jadeja you know do that sword moment after finishing 50 probably a tribute to him yeah, yeah. Yeah, even uh, uh, the former ajay jadeja i think he is related to uh, them in some form oh. i think so but yeah. he, is, uh, he also is from royal family ajay jadeja yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, so let's move on to India versus uh, England, which is going to be very crucial for India's place in the WTC finals, right? This uh, Australia has, if you can say, messed up in between. Probably earlier it was like uh, Australia's outcome of the South Africa series had some bearing on uh, WTC finals. Now that Australia has pulled out of the series, now the 
whole world is looking at India versus England series uh, on who will reach uh, finals. Basically, I think, uh, yeah, if I look at the chances of India reaching WTC finals, uh, India had to play really well in this uh, series. Either they have to win 4-0, 3-0, 3-1, 2-0 or 2-1, I guess. Only these four or five combinations has to come out as a result of uh, India versus uh, England series. Only then India mm. will be able to reach WTC final. What What is your view on this? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, Australia pulling out for obvious reasons because uh, uh, now there are a lot of cases, uh, corona cases back in Australia. They had their reasons to pull out of this. So that puts India in a... Um, you know, sort of uh, tough situation where they have to win the series if they have to be in the World uh, Test Championship. And uh, coming back to uh, India's selection for the England Test Series, uh, they have to take Ishan Sharma, right? There is no other option. He is such a uh, legend uh, in the current generation. He, I think he played close to 100 matches, right? He played something like 97 or 98. His first match yeah, in, uh, with England is going to be 98 or something and he is back from injury. And unfortunately, uh, Saini and Siraj has to lose their place in the playing 11 because we can't leave Bumrah out. So, true, true. Even Shradul, we have to feel for them. After their heroics in uh, Australia, not ha- not playing that very next test India is playing is like, uh, yeah, you have to feel for them. And even uh, you, you, we have to mention Akshar Patel. Uh, he, I think he got uh, injured uh, the day before test match or something. And then, yeah, he would have been perfect replacement for Jadeja in all departments, right? He can bowl, he can, he is a good fielder and he can bat. And India will miss Shami as well. Shami, if you ask me, is our fourth innings bowler, right? In every series, whenever India plays in India, Shami is the fourth innings guard, I would say. What do you guys Correct. think about selection for the first test? Yeah, so, uh, what I was saying is a lot of people expected uh, Akshar Patel to be picked, but unfortunately, he missed out uh, an injury. Yeah, that's that's been the case, right? If uh, a player has uh, done well uh, in the previous series, even though if a senior player uh, is coming back, then he will lose, lose his place. That's what happened here. I think with uh, Shami missing out, um, we only have Ishant now, right, as, as the senior player. So I think overall um, we we uh, in the best level. We got to feel for uh, Kuldeep Yadav also here. He was with the team for complete series in Australia and true true uh, coming back to Very India true. again. Uh, I think uh, Chabas Nadim uh, pick was surprising for me. I don't know why or what what is the reason for uh, Kuldeep not being picked in the playing eleven. Mm, good call, Nadim. I think when he, when he made his uh, debut uh, in India, I think he picked up. He did well for himself. I think he picked up four wickets or uh, something like that in an innings and then I think he played a good uh, supporting uh, role to Ashim not wrong but the thing is that I think uh, they wanted a left arm spinner with uh, some kind of a domestic pedigree because uh, that could be the only reason he could have been picked over someone like Kuldeep who hadn't uh, played a lot uh, uh, in a while yeah, I think whatever may be reason I think Kuldeep got a feel for it right I think coming back to England's team I think they got Jofra Archer and uh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah coming to England selection for the first match they got Jofra Archer and Ben Stokes fly from uh, England to India directly. They were not part of the tournament with uh, Sri Lanka. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe it's a disappointment or a negative point for India. England coming from uh, Sri Lanka series is a big boost for them. And their batsmen would have got a good experience of spin bowling before starting you know, India series. And Joe Root, uh, he is already a very good player of spin bowling. And he got uh, big scores in Sri Lanka, 200 and 180. And uh, yeah, his conversion rate off late has also got improved from 50s right earlier he used to get out at 70s 80s now he's converting more uh, yeah Joe Root you can say he's becoming more and more comparable to the Fab 4 right or 
giving more competition to smith kohli and ken williamson with the improvement in his batting especially uh, in subcontinent right and james anderson man no i don't have enough words for him i don't know <laughs> how, how long he is going to play and for sure he is going to uh, cross anil kumble right he i think Absolutely. he is at 606 wickets and anil kumble is at 619 and fast bowler yes, yes. taking 600 wickets maybe you know unbelievable what do you say uh, about jimmy anderson uh, yes you know um, jimmy anderson has been uh, a great bowler for england over the years um beat home soil away or away he's been the most reliable bowler i think uh, give him the ball and every time he gets you wicket so uh, the fact that he's been able to you know um, play the series uh, is a great thing and uh, i'm sure uh, he will he will outclass even the great anil in the years to come and uh, a point to that things with uh, uh, say bowling partnerships right uh, we talk about uh, uh, your wasim and wakar together or in the 90s or even the great australian uh, pace bowling attacks of the 90s or uh, 2000s so even uh, you know like uh, the partnership between uh, broad and anderson right they are they right up there i think once they decide to you know uh, hang up their boots and uh, perspective they'll land one of the greatest partnerships in terms of uh, bowling of all time just the, just the fact of sheer numbers right i think uh, there was a stat up here which says that anderson and broad have uh, together uh, around 1100 plus wickets between the two of them and you know it's just mind boggling like which uh, we, we were talking in the last episode of how four different bowlers for australia had uh, more, more than a thousand wickets together and to have just the two of them and the two of them even respective of age or uh, illness issue, fitness issues they're still going strong and to have that england's arsenal it's such a great uh, uh, you know great advantage that they have and it's as you said uh, you know it's really unfortunate that uh, they can't play the two of them even in sri lanka uh, if i'm not wrong uh, broad played played the first test and uh, then uh, he was rested uh, for the second and anderson played the second test so it's just a uh, i think once when we history will uh, remember them or uh, see them as true greats of uh, cricket yeah such a great thing two fast bowlers having you know 1100 plus wickets between them is an amazing thing having two spinners like that fine one fast bowler one spinner is also understandable but two fast bowlers i i think they are going to leave a big void in england team whenever they are retiring and uh, yeah hopefully anderson takes many more wickets uh, before he retire and but uh, to just to the fact of uh, longevity right uh, you know jimmy anderson is uh, 38 years old and he is playing his 158th the 159th test match today amazing great longevity i think hats off to his uh, longevity i think even stuart board has come a long way right from 66s to 500 wickets today absolute amazing amazing duo and uh, great uh, uh, great just the sp- athletes could just say and uh, to come to uh, england's uh, selection also for the first two tests i think they announced a uh, team one glaring uh, thing was Was that the absence of uh, uh, Johnny Bairstow? Right, Johnny Bairstow did played uh, exceptionally well uh, in countering uh, the spin. Apart from Joe Root, who's, who we will uh, talk talk about uh, uh, during the rest of the episode, but uh, jo- Johnny Bairstow is also missing out. That also uh, is a bit of a dent. But again, England, I don't know. Uh, it just has the depth of uh, Test d- reserves that are exceptional. I think uh, whether it is due to their uh, emphasis on uh, the longer formats of uh, cricket or just 
just the uh, you know the uh, strength of their uh, county game whoever is coming through the ranks for england in whites especially is of a different uh, level if this the uh, fact that they were able to you know dominate sri lanka uh, in sri lanka it was a great uh, thing to see yeah and diving into the first match of india versus england so we are on day 3 when we are recording basically so yeah england won the toss i think it's very good toss to win in a subcontinental pitch right so they won the toss and they chose batting rightly so and they have put mountain of runs in front of india so what do you think of england's first innings manoj i think it's a great uh, toss to win i think india were also um, thinking of uh, batting uh, if they had won the toss yeah i think we are credit to uh, the way root has played uh, in the first innings coming on the back of a great yeah, sri lanka series has obviously helped them to adapt acclimatize or whatever you want to call it uh, so he kept batting and batting um, you could see how confident he was in the way he played the technique was was perfect for these conditions yeah kudos to root for the way he, he played even if you look at some of the other uh, younger players who rose to the occasion they have really played well for example uh, yeah like i was saying uh, sibli also um, played exceptionally uh, well for his first match in india after coming from sri lanka he really um, showed his skills uh, if you look at uh, he scored i think around 87 also stokes coming into this series uh, he was a bit uh, you know tentative in the beginning but yeah as uh, innings progressed he also got better and scored 82 overall a great batting performance i can call it that and uh, another point to add here is that uh, they kept indian bowlers on the f- india indian team on the field for uh, 190 overs that's some that's a massive massive amount of energy spent on the field this will uh, play a role in whenever india has to bowl in the second innings i think we have to mention uh, one more point on joe root here he became the first batsman to score double century on 100th test which is a great achievement getting 100 on 100th test itself is a elite list and then he got double 100 and he became highest scorer on the list 218 previous record was held by inzamamul haq 184 and uh, one more point to add ricky ponting got uh, centuries in both the innings of his 100th test that's one more notable point yeah i think root will go down as one of the great players who played the game i think for england especially he played i think to a large extent i think he played spin better than uh, even maybe a few uh, indian players uh, i've seen so this is the use of his feet he was getting behind the ball defending very well and he didn't spare uh, anyone if was bowling even uh, a bit loose like i think the entire team took a uh, bit of a after they went after say shahbaz nadeem and uh, washington sundar the hard when they were erring in line or when they were not uh, uh, you know up to the standards they they paid the price and it was very uh, was surprising a bit to see their ease in which they were playing spin it's not just root uh, even uh, sibli or even uh, ben stokes great uh, great innings and even a uh, uh, word to uh, dom best dom best coming in at number 8 right number 8 and staying uh, you know frustrating the hell out of the indian bowlers sticking around 100 plus balls and just playing with good uh, amount of confidence in class a great uh, great team performance okay. and guys what do you think about the, the wicket uh, that Uh, Chennai has prepared for this test. Remember, we have to play another test here before moving on. And oh, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's very too flat. So flat for very my flat, liking. Very, very flat. Yeah, yeah. I found. I, I thought it was very flat as well. Uh, by the time we were recording this, I, I just saw a few overs uh, bowled at the start by Anderson and uh, Archer. I, I didn't notice any swing or any C movement or anything at all. And yeah, uh, absolutely nothing for the bowlers. Uh, yeah, yeah, considering it's day three, it's just there's a new hard ball and uh, no help at all for the bowlers. I 
I think one point we have to mention here is India clearly failed to uh, make use of that, right? The flat pitch on day three, especially. They would have got really, you know, good score against England and here they are down with six wickets. Definitely. So, what do you think about dismissal starting from Rohit? Oh, Rohit Sharma, I don't know, man. <laughs> Very, uh, it was a sharp bounce, no doubt. And But the fact is, it wasn't uh, something, there's no, there no movement of the play. It was just good, sharp, uh, pacey ball, which was lifting a little bit and he just fended at it to edge it to Butler. But and I know that who would be most disappointed with this would be Shubman Gill also. Like Shubman Gill, again, Definitely uh, one got to feel for up, it. He was in great touch from the word go and he got 5-4 beautifully. Like, it was so pleasing to see him play, man. Uh, Manoj, what do you think about Gill? Gill, exceptional. I mean, the, the way he started off, I think he would be pretty disappointed. Like, should have, I think, played a little straighter or maybe, I'm not sure, close to the pad. Uh, maybe if you look at his dismissal, he's a sort a bad sort of uh, swayed away and then that could be one reason why uh, you know it went into the air and great catch though but yeah Gil obviously uh, pretty uh, pretty good innings uh, yeah short but uh, short innings speaking of good uh, catches I think uh, England had been point uh, with their fielding uh, whatever little Indian innings has been India on the other hand were a, I, I felt they were a little bit uh, sloppy in uh, like catches or even some basic figure. and at a huge one other point I think we, we missed out India bowled what uh, over 20 no balls right uh, yeah, that's I very think, surprising uh, actually they they were correct, bowling correct. Uh, including uh, Ashwin bowling his first no ball uh, in his career apparently today uh, in uh, test wow. cricket that yeah. too he's bowling uh, no balls oh. in his home ground correct Shabazz Nadim bowled 6 no balls I think even Bumrah was 5 or 6 no balls yeah. very strange to see uh, talking about Bumrah I think one interesting stat is he had to wait 17 games to play in India that's a lot of lot of games outside India, right? We didn't, uh, you know, match. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Absolutely, I think absolutely. he in between he has become senior member of the Test team. He handed over Test cap to Naudip Saini also as a senior member of the team, and then <laughs> here he is playing his first match in India. But it will be very challenging for India to you know uh, do well. It will be a, it will be a good uh, achievement if they were able to like uh, compete and at least uh, will be able to save this match. What do you guys think? I mean, is it too premature to say this? I think they'll they'll have to work hard to save this match seeing where we uh, India is positioned now losing 6 wickets for 240 242 for 6 to be precise the current score so yeah I only expect India not to lose this Manoj what do you think yeah I think with 6 wickets down I'm not sure how long will uh, Ashwin uh, hang around uh, Sundar of course has been batting well I mean if you look at uh, after Ashwin there are only bowlers left uh, Nadim I'm not sure uh, how good he can bat uh, when the follow on I mean what's the score if we have to avoid the follow on 378 378 make, uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, I think the first milestone would be to avoid follow-on and then, yeah, let's uh, to see if, you know, uh, where we can go from there. But again, I have a feeling even if we uh, falter before that, I don't think England will enforce a follow-on. I think true, I'm true. sure yeah. they would want to pile on the misery. They would want the Indian bowlers uh, more depleted, more uh, on the field and spread, you know, like spent and Indian team as well. But just pile on quick runs and maybe uh, see how uh, give a good uh, fighting. Yeah, uh, definitely. Let's Let's hope India will not lose this test and ensure India is going with a good momentum for the rest of the series. Yeah, and before we wind up for the second episode, I just have an interesting talk uh, by Sunil Gavaskar in the commentary. I just want to know your opinion. So basically, when a bowler, if he takes wickets in the last two balls of the innings, let us say, and if he take a wicket in the subsequent innings first ball, it will be considered as hat-trick, right? Correct. So <laughs> good uh, why it is not the same for batsmen? 
let us say a batsman who is not out at 48 in the first inning and he comes to bat in the second innings and why the score is not being continued so that's the question from sunil gavaskar what do you guys think about it? i think one can definitely argue but i'm not sure uh, will I, I, really icc will take this no but uh, the thing no, is no, that uh, the they, uh, you know hat trick or something like that it's just a it's an academic uh, point if it, it doesn't uh, get uh, shown in as a part of someone's uh, performance in that particular innings i feel it is a matter of innings right so i i even if someone has taken a hat trick or something like that it, i don't think it will anyway it doesn't show in uh, sing but uh, for a for a batting for a batsman i think we also have to look at the very definition of what hat trick is in cricket books only then we will be able to yeah know. because uh, i'm sure if the batsman is uh, hitting uh, for a last ball of an innings for a four or something and then he starts off the next innings by hitting a couple of fours i'm sure why, why not we could just call it a hat trick of fours but it wouldn't have any difference right. I, it, i don't think uh, it is saying the same thing like uh, if someone has uh, picked up uh, you know like uh, three wickets in an innings and uh, seven uh, in uh, the second innings he wouldn't be given 10 for the one innings right it would still be 10 for the match but it would still have uh, been done in two separate i don't uh, see it as a anything other than something as a conversational point it's interesting but yeah of course it's a, it's, it's definitely a conversational point i'm sure even gavaskar uh, was meant to make some conversation there when he was doing commentary so before we move on uh, we wanted to introduce uh, a new segment to our uh, podcast which would be the hero of the week Again, it's very self explanatory Uh, whoever has a uh, player has done the best uh, previous uh, week or so we would be giving them a shout out and uh, uh, for this week my uh, from my end at least it would be joe root what do you guys say i he made our job easy i would say <laughs> I like uh, nothing can beat a scoring double century in a test match right so yeah joe root is our first hero of the week for me it's undoubtedly root Uh, just for his uh, double century coming into india uh, you know uh, it's never going to be easy against the indian spinners uh, the way he tackled the spinners uh, it's just amazing yeah joru if you are listening to this please dm your details to us we'll send trophy to you <laughs> I, I hope not. But uh, and also he's, he's been stellar form coming off uh, a, a double century and almost double century in uh, Sri Lanka. And uh, especially I, I followed the first test a bit in Sri Lanka. And uh, just the fact that he scored a double century and in the same match there was uh, uh, Lasit Ebuldanya uh, from Sri Lanka, a left arm spinner who picked uh, 10 wickets. Can you? I, I don't know if there is too many instances of uh, someone uh, being so dominant, a bowler being so dominant. and on the other side a batsman just like not uh, being uh, bothered by it at all and going on to score a double century and just the fact that he is coming with a weight of runs like uh, and we would we were all thinking about if uh, if he would be as uh, destructive or uh, even as uh, good when it comes to india and india's uh, spinners but he was just as good and even i think he played one of the all time great innings in chennai yeah definitely definitely uh, raja i have seen him scoring you know double 100 and 180 he was we should say unlucky to miss out another double century in sri lanka having such big scores in subcontinent i don't remember at least such a dominant player yeah i remember steve smith scoring centuries but yeah scoring back to back double centuries is like another level of achievement so Chorut hero of the week for from uh, all of us that's all for the week guys thanks thank you for listening please do follow us on facebook and please do uh, follow us on twitter at the rate gcbw podcast bye bye